This is the Living Room Chronicles podcast. This is the Living Room Chronicles podcast. Spencer used to to delete whole ass episodes multiple times. The yeah. the first couple yeah, times we yeah, recorded, yeah, the there's time, at least yeah. four episodes worth of content that is probably lost forever. Yeah. And when you guys are rich and famous, someone's gonna find them lost in the cloud somewhere and fucking that's, drop that's them for very millions. True. Very That'd true. be sweet. I'd be like, dude, have at it, boss. I'd be so excited. Everything makes it to the cloud. Nothing. Dude, speaking of that, Nothing's oh, ever oh, one thing I really want to talk about too is Jeff Bezos getting a divorce because that motherfucker, hundred sixty or hundred thirty some billion dollars being split down the middle. Who? It's Jeff fifty Bezos. fifty. That's Amazon, right? Amazon CEO, yeah. Net worth is one hundred thirty-seven billion dollars, and in the state of California, before you sign up, if you don't have a prenup and you get a divorce, everything in the estate or whatever is split fifty-fifty, no matter what. How long have they been She's married? Twenty some years. So it's like not like it's like a sham marriage, but dude. She literally went from being just the wife of a the richest man in the world to no, now being the fifth the rich- richest person in the world. She's probably the richest woman. What's the so that's fifty some billion dollars? Billion B Billy B. And that's already been taxed money. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna figure. He's gonna figure out how to get that back. No you know yeah. way, dude. He's that's so rich he doesn't her. give a yeah, shit. He owns Amazon, like, bro. So John and I, he made me watch this Netflix thing. It's called Patriot Act. I've been trying to get you guys to watch it. Um, there's this one episode that they talk about Amazon's business plan and how isn't Patriot Act like a movie with it Mark is it's Wahlberg? an old uh, oh this is oh, like a, this Day is a Netflix like, documentary yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it and it's like this uh, Muslim American I think he's from India but he it's really good and they've got uh, this whole segment on how Amazon's business practice is to lose money. By buying so much shit, oh yeah, 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 they yeah, can turn okay. around and and like they'll go to people's suppliers and cut them off and just you know what I mean, just bypass the person who's marketing to them and just buy that outright. And they own like so many. It's just it's ridiculous how much what, who? like how predatory his business practices are. Who Amazon? Bezos. Yeah. yeah. Oh and yeah, dude. Business practice. Like, dude, and when you dude when you think about it, Amazon it started off as an online bookstore. And then now they are literally the number one marketplace in the world. They have Amazon Pantry to where UPS will deliver you your groceries. They have um, soon in local areas like Twinsburg is going to be a city too. I know they they're going to bought Whole Foods, didn't they? Yeah, they're going to have uh, fucking drones delivering packages to your driveway. Yeah, that's why I they're, said I wanted. Yeah, they're they're coming out with um, UPS had an, a contract with them, but. They split away from them because they're like, dude, you're so big. You can you can have your own transportation. You can have your own semis. You can have your own delivery trucks. Mm-hmm. So like, they're not only creating a ton of jobs, but they're at the same time, dude. Jobs. Well, he's like Geither saying, he's cutting off all of the necessity that he needs. Well, to what the they'll do is, to consumer it, they almost. will literally, if someone's selling something for less than they're selling it on their website, they'll go to them and buy all of it. Yeah. Or they'll lower their price. That's what it was. Well, they'll On go. This, he they'll talks go about how buy all of it and then lower, lower their, their price. price or he'll know. lower the pli- price so low that you're like, why am I going to go to Bibbins store to buy a shower head when I can get it on Amazon for fucking? Yeah, five and cents. didn't didn't yeah. they talk about the corruption in like Saudi Arabia? Oh yeah, Saudi and Arabia. So made Saudi them Arabia pull an episode of this. Saudi Arabia, Arabia. Ne- went to Netflix and said that you can't play this because it dismantled their entire government system and exposed the corruption. Oh, shit. Yeah, behind like everything, Crown Prince has put like billions of dollars into Silicon Valley, and he's also like I don't know. Like we were talking last week, he they had this uh, Washington Post journalist butcher. Ooh, side note: Jeff Bezos the owns the Washington Post. Oh, full circle. Yeah, yeah. People don't realize that. Like he owns. That's why Trump is so against him. That's why yeah. Trump is like, you need to create your own delivery system and stop leaning on the United States Postal Service because you own the Washington Post. You're creating all this quote unquote fake news, but we won't get into politics. Yeah. So it's like it does come full circle, but when it often does with billionaires, it's just it's it's oh, crazy shit. to think that. <laughs> Yeah, mind blown right yeah. now, dude. Yeah. Like, no matter what, if you make a shitload of money, you're gonna be able to get into that room with all those guys. So the you know Patriot I mean? Act on Netflix. I need to get into it. Yeah, That's like, it yeah. seems a lot like not Shameless well. N- explained doesn't really get into like actual like real life things. Well, it does, but it goes into de- 
in depth in like a topic where it's similar to where they talk they have like a music explained they obviously have like classic marijuana one yeah and it's just like 30 minute like quick hitters about like it goes in depth and actually teaches you a shit ton about a very broad subject and it's pretty cool that's a fun one. So we're back to Netflix recommendations. Yeah. You remember the first couple we made, like for crappy. I said Narcos. Movies? I said the yeah. new Narcos. I watched the entire season through. The shit is bomb. I'll uh, say a new one I watched is Shit's Creek. It's yeah, fucking hilarious. With Eugene Levy. Yeah, Eugene yeah. Levy and his son David. That is funny. Who uh, they actually write the show themselves, but it's hilarious. Yeah, they're a super rich family. And then they get all their money taken away because their business manager like never paid their taxes. So they have to like the only asset the government lets them keep is this like shit town in the middle of nowhere that called, he bought called Shit's Creek. Did that he, he buy bought for his son? as a joke? Oh. Yeah. So so, <laughs> so they live in the fucking Shit's Creek motel. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. It is though. funny. You have to give it a couple a couple episodes. And it's the mom from um, uh, Home Alone. She's the mom in it now, and she's like this old. You're act- good with actresses. I don't know. Who that is. <clears throat> uh, I forget. Um, but she's like this, she plays like she used to be an actress on this like soap opera and everybody in the town loved the soap opera. So they all know her. So it's a, it's funny, dude. That sounds like Bojack Horseman in real life. Because yeah. Bojack Horseman was on a super like famous like mm. show, and then he's walking around the town, and everybody well, still thinks he's yeah, famous. Yeah, but he's still in LA. And he's just like a fun. drunk that asshole. That show's not funny. There's another one. Dude, like I that saw too, a website they, the other they day. They own a motel, and it's like all well, the hijinks are going on in a motel. What? There's another show that's kind of like it follows the same premise. It's like this uh, older couple, and they used to be famous, but they end up buying a motel. It's on like Stars or USA or something. Oh, but wow. But it's like a raunchy comedy. Like, we just debunked uh, your show as a fucking fraud. Oh, no, 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 no. Frauds, I, man. Uh, are you talking about, like, the one on, like, the? Uh, it's, like, anyway. called The Beach House or something like Some that? Some shit like that. Like, Lindsay Lohans? No. Oh. No. I forget what it's called, but um, there is uh, a show out there where it's, like, every week is, like, a new guest that comes into the beach house or the cabin. It's, like, on, on TBS? Second, I think that's what he's talking about. No, TBS? Yeah. It might be TBS. Where each week, like, they have a different, like, like I don't know. I don't like, watch well, it. I haven't like, seen for it. Instance, I'm just saying I saw the previous yeah, one. Well, anyway, if you got time, watch one that because one, yeah, one of the first episodes, like, the wife doesn't get off to the husband anymore, and the husband doesn't get off to the wife anymore, so they each wear VR when they're having sex, <laughs> and the wife is looking at a black guy, and the uh, the husband's looking, I think, I want to say, like, a Chinese girl, <laughs> and uh, what ends up happening is, like, in the VR, the guy's, like, telling the wife to choke him, so the wife's, like, actually choking the husband. She ends up killing him in the first episode. <laughs> it's just, it's funny, dude. It's, like, it's that out of the, uh, like, off-the-wall comedy. Dude, so. that's what's gonna come, dude. Yeah. People are gonna start wearing VR during sex. That's hilarious. Yeah. I bet there's already people that do oh, that. Oh, 100%. Watch, like, VR porn while they're banging each other. 100%. Dude, dude. <laughs> but what if that saves marriages? Hey, it, it could. I mean, yeah, hey, man, it whatever. I'm, yeah. not, I'm, a, I'm not 100% against it. Get yeah. a flashlight and a VR camera, and you'd be having a good time. Nice. How do you guys feel Yee-hee. about sex robots? Like those new, yeah, like, super realistic robots? I start, like, I'm starting to see like sex dolls on like Wish, like fucking like that's that funny. website, yeah. dude. That's I'm funny, like, dude. I'm like, this shit's creepy, man. Well, you can was, buy. Are you like, talking about like hyper-realistic sex dolls? They look more like a person dressed up as a droid than an actual robot. Do they talk? Yeah, but they still Ooh. talk like this. Ooh. It's almost like talking to Siri. Like monotone. Yeah, she's there's that video. Super dirty. <laughs> Don't do that. That was creepy. But um, excuse me, shameless plug. I got to open this monster. But anyway, um, yeah, I saw those and also the other robots. I mean, trying to. I don't know, not necessarily get off that, but have you seen the ones that can run, jump, do front flips, back oh, yeah, flips? Yeah, the freaky little beast ones. Yeah, dude, yeah. they have no head on it. It's just yeah, like a block that, with extremities. Weird, dude. Imagine running from that in shit, war. and you just turn a corner, and there's like four of them standing there. That's a, dude. Yeah. Not even just stone. Just imagine just walking around the corner and just being like, uh oh. Yeah, right. Like you're fucked. Imagine being like in war, and you turn the corner, and you just oh god. It's got a machine gun strapped to its back. A robot with a laser on its head. That's what's gonna happen. You That's think what should happen. Are, people aren't gonna go to war anymore? No, Tony Stark in this bitch. Well, we were talking at work the other day about that how guy's really creepy. Dude, yeah, it what could the fuck be. Is this? What are you looking like, at? Dude? Oh, That's creepy. Super is that guy yeah. the robot? Oh, That's robot, the robot, dude. Oh wow, That's freaky. the guy who created the robot. He looks. He's creepy. a robot. Fucker. He doesn't have any. He eyebrows. looks like a robot. 
So this woman is Sophia, the first robot declared a citizen by Saudi Arabia. So they won't let their women drive, but they will grant an artificial construct citizenship. Look at her. This is creepy. Dude, they look very similar. That guy and this Sophia. Real talk. Would you hit that? No. No? It's a fucking robot. For those who are hearing that voice in the background, shout out to Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's here. Ryan's here, everyone. Ryan's here. Also, the, we the might as well introduce our other guest, Gaither's here as well. Yeah, and you heard um, us talk about him before. We had to, he's finally here. We had to beg for this guest. Yeah, um, the, he's he's a known flaker, true. and I also I call him the, the flaker to his guy face. I know that does absolutely nothing. Yeah, welcome to the more welcome to the show, Goiter himself. Goiter your boy. We talk about a lot of parties at this man's house in high school, um, this man's house in college, this man's, um, house, this man's house in Cleveland, and his apartment now. This so, man's house.com. Yeah, yeah. He's about, just just don't know if you're ever out. at yeah. this no, man's no. house, yeah, that's probably it's going to be a good time. That's probably a porn site. Don't check that. <laughs> this man's house.com. <laughs> Maybe that can be our first sponsor. There you go. There no, you well, go. They just got a couple clicks. Um, <laughs> Let's not go down that rabbit hole. But yeah, no. So, um, well, what show are we on? We're on the living, the living room chronicles, right? You guys check out the new fucking logo. Yeah. What's up? It's dope, dude. At TLRC Pod, Instagram and Twitter. We're pretty excited about it. We got some more new logos coming out for you guys. So, be cool. So. Uh, Bibbin's dad brought some beers for us. Yeah, so, so Kev, he heard that you talked shit about his beers choices <laughs> on what he used to be drinking and his, you know, oh, man, and some down times for him. But now, this is part, he got these two beers, part of his Beer of the Month Club, which, yes, you did now he that. gets beers sent to him monthly, Ralph. So, so he just wants to drink. He just so wants to put that in your face. Right so now you. Kev's bougie about the beer. Well, Kev drinks. heard you were talking shit, and yeah, he was me, pissed. Let me grab about that. So he so. signed hey, up for man, a Beer of the Month. All right, so the first one is from Rusty Rail Brewery, which is in Pencil, somewhere in Pennsylvania. It's on the one side of the top uh, sticker, Ralph. Yeah, we got Rusty Rail. You might get tetanus. Fool's Gold Peanut <laughs> yeah. Butter Hefeweizen. See, now, yeah, this is why Kev wanted us to try these because this is – he doesn't like – Kev's – So he gave I'm us like his me. hand-me-down beers that he already doesn't like <laughs> so we can try how bad they are. Yeah, he said this he doesn't is his like, plan to get us see, to not I don't talk like, shit about his beer choices. I don't like <laughs> yeah. peanut butter. So, again, I'm talking shit about his beer choices. Maybe you should stick to Natty, Kev. No, well, first it's off, Miller. he did not buy these. It's Miller He got these sent to him. <laughs> Well, what that is? Yeah, and then the other one is uh, oh. courtesy of Carson's Brewery, Brown Cow. I think that's Coors, isn't it? Brown Ale. No. All right, Brown I took Cow I took my first sip of the peanut butter. How um, does it taste? Instant feedback. It tastes like corn kernels. <laughs> corn kernels. You got a bottle opener? Like like if I was eating corn on the cob, but not the canned kind. That's what it tastes like—the canned kind of corn. Say that thirty-five times fast. The canned kind of corn. The canned kind of corn. The canned kind of corn. I mean, the you get peanut corn, butter, but that's corn. not. I can't drink that beer. Speaking of uh, like tongue twisters, uh, you know the shortest and the hardest tongue twister is saying "toy boat" five times fast. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Dude, I remember that. You can't do it. Yeah, Spencer. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. I can't. <laughs> Dude, but Say the, that again, Michael. I said, yes, Spence. We've all been five years old before. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, oh. oh, we got a spill. We got a spill. Right. Did you ever where's hear that Carson, seashells Where's one? Carson Brewery? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck it's at. Well, it's, it should be on the fucking label. Um, it's like a Reese's cup sat in my oh, beer Oh, it's overnight. in... Um, yeah, it's like... It's some, in Evansville, Indiana. Okay. I do get where you're coming from with the corn, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like canned just, corn, dude. Like Dude, I just corn. I'm not a fan of chocolate or peanut butter in beers because it should stay. Don't mix. My they brother don't mix. drinks sweet baby Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah the that's, peanut butter yeah, one. I don't like porters lot. and I don't like stouts. Mm, like in super general, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm yeah, sure that, that would be like a uh, something I'd want like in a hard uh, like uh, root beer float. I mean, that would be pretty good over First some of all, vanilla ice cream. That would be disgusting. Yo, a the brown float? one's not bad. No. You don't think? I don't know. Really? Your stomach would just yeah, be so. I'm just. I've always. Dude, you just drink Budweiser. That's why yeah. the thought of the your dairy beer, and Your alcohol. beer selection is Budweiser and Bud Light. 
That's not true. He That's never drinks Bud Light. And it's I just Budweiser. Bud Light. Thank you, Spencer. I got All you. Right, Budweiser. Sorry. Yeah. So the idea of you putting Budweiser over vanilla ice cream is terrifying to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Talking about putting a peanut butter yeah. Hefeweizen. No, Which that peanut butter Hefeweizen tastes like. I don't understand why they call it Hefeweizen because there's nothing light about that beer. All right, I like this one a lot though. Yeah. Cow, All no, right, so cow. this one's Brown Cow, Carson's Brewery. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. See, I was smart. I brought water so I can clean the out palate where it's in between. See, I'm getting much better. Yeah. I'm I would so, definitely drink that. Let me try that. Yeah, I think they're both they're both one or twos. Though. Let me try that. You know PD what I mean? I, I, yeah. I could only have one or two, and then I got to go back to peasant beer. Honestly, the. <laughs> the peanut yeah, this butter one's one, not bad at all. The peanut butter one is disgusting. Yeah, I can't <laughs> drink that. So that's, that's a zero out of ten for me. Ooh, it literally it smells like cream corn. Yeah, dude. it does. <laughs> yeah, it's, bro, I nailed it with yeah, the taste. Was... I should be a what are what are those called? Quality control. No, the people taste who testers? taste wine. Oh uh, yeah, uh, sommelier. Sommelier. I should uh, be dude, they don't that's honestly one of my favorite episodes of Parks and Rec is when they uh, when Tom's opening <laughs> up his restaurant. And, and he, April goes through to be a sommelier and Crazy Ooh. Craig. But anyways, uh, there's yeah, a the word brown for a cow beer is one pretty of those good. Too. Like there's a guy who special. You know what I mean? I forget what it's called, but hipster, no. <laughs> hipster <laughs> is Quality. the word as Ryan, says. Ryan says in the back. Um, I don't know. Dude. Uh, yeah, the brown cow. It's like um, it's kind of like Yingling. It's not, but it's not as like much of a lager. Oh, I don't know. I've had brown cow before. You've had this? Mm-hmm. It's like a honey brown, to yeah. be honest with you. It's good. Yeah. It's not bad at all. It's like any other brown ale, brown wheat ale you've ever had. Yeah. I wouldn't go that far. It's pretty good. I mean, I would drink it. It's a shitload better than honey brown. I don't know. I'm pretty... It's a shitload better than peanut butter hefeweizen. Oh, yeah. It's so eat it. Eat it, Dude, dick. I'm pretty excited. Peanut I am going to... Uh... <laughs> I'm going like to Cleveland Beer Fest Friday. Ooh, we got a Beer Fest participant. So That's going to be the most Instagram thing of 2019 so far in Cleveland. Facts. For sure. Uh, well, I Everybody and their moms is going to be like, oh, look at, like my, look at my pretzel necklace. <laughs> look at my pretzel necklace. I'm Dude, drinking beer. I'm pretty excited, though. I've never been I'm to one yet. I'm drinking small glasses of beer. Very small glasses of beer. Severely overpriced. Not really enjoying no, it's, it. It's all one. You you prepay. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, now you've piqued my interest. Yeah, it's fifty bucks. Is it just this weekend? It's Friday and they Saturday, but Friday's the better. Damn. What? I don't know. I've heard Friday nights the better night to go because it's not packed and uh, you get to try everything more than once. So my sister's gone on a Saturday before, and she said like. Some of the stands she went up to told her that they were out. So sorry, party too hard Friday night. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going Friday the first. Really? Night. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. That's good call. That's good. Uh, so insider info. Um, get there yeah, early. So if you go into Cleveland Beer Fest Friday, I'll be there. Come find me. Yeah. Say hello. He'll be wearing a TLRC Pod T-shirt. No, no I, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Maybe in the future. Maybe. Oh, we'll talk about that later. Um. But yeah, beer. I'm excited to try some IPAs. So the verdict on the two beers we got from Kev is, uh, we're gonna give. I'm gonna give Brown Cow a four and a half. That's a solid ten. five. What are you thinking, Spence? Brown Cow, how to do for you? I I enjoyed it more than the PB the the peanut butter half of Eisen. Yeah, they're both. Pretty I keep wanting to say PB and J, like, but it's not peanut butter and H. PB and H. More disgusting. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly. I mean, I don't know. There may be like some sweet undertones to it that would maybe wrap it all together and not fucking smell like cream corn. I don't think so, dude. So it tastes. It's cream corn in my mouth still. <laughs> drink some more. Brown <laughs> That's what she just said. a very disturbing. <laughs> like, <laughs> just That's sounds so gross. Cream <laughs> corn in my mouth. <laughs> so Bivin, gross. What's up? We had a little bit of an incident on uh, our guest's entrance today, and you witnessed the en- <laughs> we had you witnessed so, the entire thing from the the uh, studio window. So the setup, just to describe it, is outside of my window. You can see four guest parking spots in my condo complex, and this weekend it snowed like two feet, I think, over here. Oh, and they did not – they plowed the, the, like, actual drive and people's driveways, but they did not plow the parking spots. 
So I'll let Bibbin take it from here because I did not witness this, but so, I heard how hard he was laughing about it, and he needs to tell this story. Goofy ass Bibbin laugh. So, dude, so Gaither's dumbass tries to pull into this like there's like two tire marks in there from it looks like a truck, but they're only like three fourths of the way up. So Gaither tries to gun it in this thing. So I saw I in fairness I have a Ford. You do <clears throat> built Ford tough. So. I in saw, fairness, it's a Ford sedan. Yeah, it's, it's a fusion. With front wheel drive. So I come up to the window, and he's already stuck. So Ryan's, Ryan, I see Ryan get out, and Ryan's like pushing him back. So he finally gets, uh, he gets back, but he he should have like gunned it because you slowed down a bit, and he gets stuck again. So, so Ryan was about to get back in the car, but so he gets out front. He's trying to push it. He comes over to the side, like, because Gaither moves forward a little bit, tries to go back, doesn't work. Anyways, he finally gets out while Ryan's on the side of the car. <laughs> Ryan's on the side of the car, and Gaither's, like, the way he's backing up, like, he's kind of coming at an angle, so he's coming at Ryan. So Ryan's got to jump back pretty quick, and Ryan's, <laughs> Ryan's, shoot, what were you wearing, like a slipper? Yeah, so, so he's wearing so, he's wearing slides. Shoes. He's wearing some slides. And one of them <laughs> lands right behind, right behind Gaither's tire front tire. And Ryan tries to flag him down and be like, "Hey, dude, my shoe." Gaither ignores him. <laughs> just, so at this point, just runs right. Ryan's trying to push this man in the snow, already getting his feet wet. Like, trying to push his car that he idiotically drove into <laughs> two feet of snow. And now, his Ryan's shoe, after trying to be a hero, is stuck under the car. And Kyther just proceeds just, just run it over. He runs it over once, and then he goes forward and does it again. And Ryan's just hobbling oh, on one leg. Yeah, all while Ryan's just... So and I, and I saw the whole thing and I'm crying just as was You really sound like you're crying. I want yeah. This I wish Bibin I mean, thought I was this was Bibin saw this already this. and oh. telling the story right now just made him cry. Just just thinking about right dude just well from my point of view I pulled in behind Geither and my Grand Cherokee got stuck in the snow, and yeah, I just, and his I just dumb see, astral, yeah. his four by four he Jeep his gets fusion stuck. gets get, can get in there. Well, my it's Jeep, like if Bibbins could get in there, I'll be all right. So then I, I like look because over. Somebody had already been parked in that spot where I am. Yeah, my girlfriend was parked there all weekend, all so it part it down. Yeah, and, and like I protected. and I laugh. I did not know that. And I laugh because I'm like looking at Ryan. I'm like, why is this dude jumping on one leg? And then I really thought you ran over his <laughs> oh, foot. Dude. And then I like look. <laughs> over and see his shoe just buried in the snow and he doesn't have any regular shoes on they're it like was great straight see. slippers just to watch that live was just something yeah so i don't know if we've properly introduced our second guest of the day so there is five of us in here right now ryan does not have a microphone but uh you'll hear us reference him a few times and uh he doesn't really want a microphone he'll pick just, up on our mic he's just uh, he's like our um he's like a the goalie on our soccer team and just an all-around good guy you want a hook, guy you want to hook up at paps this is the man to go to you want some life Free advice? Don't advert. go to him for that. He doesn't need your problems. No. He doesn't want your problems. <laughs> Honestly, I've also seen Ryan chug a beer in like a two He'll out-chug you. He'll help you Absolutely. push your car in the snow. That's the kind of guy he is. On one foot. On one foot in flip-flops. And then he'll go play goalie for your soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Um, we have some basalt babies of the week. Yeah, we've uh, we've been slipping. Up some. Yeah, we introduced we me to this segment. We didn't okay, do this. So this yeah, whole entire it. segment started because just to try and find shit to talk about, um, I found like some of the funniest headlines to ever happen in Florida, and some of them were like really outrageous. Like the one we talked about last episode or two episodes ago was a lady held up a a, a USPS or a UPS truck driver on oh. a tricycle. Yeah. <laughs> No, she, with a toy gun. Too. With a toy gun, and she got arrested for it. 
Did she uh, get away with anything though? No, no, no. She no. got the fucking mailman to there is a, get a package out for her, and she just tried to ride away, but the cops got there and yeah. easily reprimanded. What was her drug of choice? Uh, probably bath salts. But she, um, yeah. Another another babies. feature was uh, the girl who wanted to go to Outback Steakhouse so much she that beat she beat up her parents and got arrested for it because their parents said no. Bath salt baby. That's what I said. Dude. I said the power of the blooming blue onion, onion, dude. Well, here's another one, pal. Secret ingredient is bath salt. Another bath salt. <laughs> yeah. Another bath salt Florida baby. Florida man threatens to kill a neighbor with kindness. Kindness is the name of his machete. Okay, he's got machete etched into, or I'm sorry, he's got kindness etched into his machete. Uh, Brian Dwayne Stewart of Santa Rosa, Florida. Names. Yeah. Can't ever trust a man with three first names. Wait, what's his name again? Brian Dwayne Stewart. <laughs> he probably goes by Dwayne. Looking up this dude's picture, yes. he's for sure going to look like a basalt baby. Oh, this is basalt baby. He's got a mullet, for too. Sure. If I don't, oh, if I don't. God. I can already see his basalt face. Yeah, yeah, he's got up. like lightweight mullet. Scroll up. Yeah, dude. Look at him. Dude, he That's looks. what Will would look like <laughs> if he was on basalt. <laughs> It looks dude, like that doesn't look like Harry Potter. It looks like Voldemort. No, he's saying, it's, like no, he's saying because he got the scar in the middle of his oh. face. He, uh, I got you, Ryan. He looks more like Jay from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, he does. He, he really looks like does. a cracked out Jay. <laughs> he looks like Jay discovered crack. Yeah, that's what this movie should be yeah. called. So Jay discovers Jay crack in and tries. Loved heroin. <laughs> that was his real life choice. Really, the guy, the yeah. actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's wow. clean now, though. Yeah. Dude, listen to Rogan. Kevin Smith's got like a whole like he talks about it for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, because so, Kevin Smith went up and he went down, and they were all in the same movie. It was yeah. Kevin was Smith all, was Silent Bob for people who don't. Gotcha. Yeah, and Jay was all fucked up through the whole shooting of that movie. Yeah. Like nodding out in between takes. Yeah. Kevin Smith had to be like. Uh, kind of like how Steve-O was during Jackass and yeah, uh, Wild Steve-O. Boys. Did you just sound like Batman trying to say Steve-O? Yeah, Steve-O. <laughs> that was awful. But anyway. <laughs> So, uh, what's Can the whole story I'm about Batman this bit? In that so, voice? uh, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Lego Batman. Do it again. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, this, uh, Brian Dwayne Stewart. I feel like I. Yeah. Why do you have to say it with a southern accent? Because Basalt Baby's got a southern accent. This week's episode, Bibbin tries to read in a southern accent. Dude, you can't say that name without saying Southern. I just picture you saying Brian Dwayne Stewart. Dude, like I'm you picturing probably... him as a NASCAR driver. <laughs> oh, it's spelled D U. Oh. <laughs> That's the only way Anyways, D W. Why? Why? Anyways, his neighbors. Just heard... say it. <laughs> his no. neighbors heard him yelling and banging shit around, and he heard. He said one neighbor said that he heard him yell, "I'm gonna kill you with kindness." Uh, so two neighbors went over there around midnight to tell him to keep it down. So this dude comes running out, machete in hand, and he starts fucking, he like starts to go take a swing at one of them. So the other one like kind of stepped in the way and took a fucking blade to the hand. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, luckily, I guess so. Like before they went over there, somebody had already called the cops. So cops got, uh. Cops got there shortly. Dude takes off. They had to tase him to get him to take him down in order to get him in handcuffs. Uh, they said in the rest the arrest report that Stewart told deputies he didn't know what was going on and he was just trying to go to sleep. And uh, <laughs> the arresting officer said he reeked of booze and his eye and he said his eyes were bloodshot and watery. So oh yeah, in this picture, yeah. in this picture, he looks like he hit his head on something. No, prior, they said well, prior that, to this, right shit. before, right as you bring that up, they said he wouldn't stop banging his head in the patrol car. So. There we go. <laughs> That's yep, that so, makes perfect the, sense. The worst, Dude. the worst part about this is just based on his like appearance. I feel like every high school had one of these kids growing up. Oh, for sure. So like, that is absolutely everyone had one of these kids that you kind of would looked at and be like, oh, I'm not too sure about this kid. Yeah, dude, he's in the running for basalt baby of the month for sure. Yeah. He might be. I don't know, dude. There might be someone else though like that because I know you saw it about the story about some kid licking a doorbell for three minutes. Yeah, I think licking yeah. is an understatement. Where was that? Yeah. <laughs> like performing full on on this. All right, <laughs> so, so we're gonna we're gonna watch and describe this. We're gonna watch and describe this video. We're gonna so have Geither. 
give you guys a play-by-play play of this video. All right. All right first off, Guy there, you're, you're, we're putting you on the spot. You're going to give us a play-by-play play <laughs> of how this video it. makes you feel. Wait, before before we play this, is so are like these – so how long did this dude lick this doorbell? For like an hour like straight, three right? Three hours, bro. Oh, it was? Yeah, I always thought it was only for like three minutes. outside. Okay, we gotta describe this dude first. What uh, looks like a broke man? A man spent about three hours lurking outside a home and licking a doorbell, and he's been identified. The entire thing was caught on camera on January eighth. So it's one of those like is uh, it in Florida? No, it's California. It's one of those ring doorbells that sees people, which is hilarious. So many people are getting caught doing that. No, just think that he knew that. No, I think he targeted this because it was a camera. No, more importantly, homeowners Dave and Sylvia said they installed the video camera that captured the oddity less than a month ago. Sylvia said said an alert to her phone told her about uh, this week's episode on Meyer tries to read. about how move oh that there was so she got notified yeah you get notification if there's like movement at your front door and this thing can pick mm-hmm. up your motion sensor and then yeah. what it does is it connects to the app on your phone and you can take a live video you can actually use a two-way speaker with your phone and talk to them too as well so like so maybe she was talking dirty well no dude that's what i'm thinking no not i'm not thinking that like what i think happened was is she got it and then she's like okay this dude is because it said he was lurking outside of the house, so maybe she was, like, watching him for a little bit. Because if you have a doorbell camera, nine times out of ten, you probably got one on the back door, like, a camera of some sort. So, like, I feel like she was looking at it, and then when he starts going to town on this doorbell, she's just watching it, laughing her ass off, being like, is dude, this guy look, for real? Dude, he I wouldn't looked laugh, right. honestly. He definitely knew what he was going on. So, yeah, he definitely knows there's a camera there, for sure. Yeah, that's true. He's staring straight um, into the camera. Dude, he looks right at it. And oh, then he's yeah. like, He's got to have a crush on this lady for sure. Bibbin, stop making out with the fucking microphone. That's gross. I'm just acting out what this guy's doing. You don't need to act out. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) It's gross, dude. Calm it down out there, ladies. But yeah, no, I think maybe maybe he was oh trying to make God. an advance on the the woman. And yeah, there's gotta be. This some is some sort of, sort of awkward like, sexual. Yeah, life. It's like look what I can do to this doorbell girl. Imagine what I could do to you. I mean, let's let's read more and see. If there's drugs involved because. There's gotta be. No, this dude involved. looks pretty sober, but he's for sure. He does not look sober. Look at his eyes; they're like wide open. You know open. what the number one clue he's not sober is? What? He's licking a he's fucking doorbell. <laughs> 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 All right, point. I've never yeah. Been sober. <laughs> <laughs> look at his eyes. When it, look so at they him. said he he hasn't been arrested because there's technically like all the the only thing off. he co- he committed <laughs> trespassing by being there. He's going to the so he's only got inside. he's only gotten charged with misdemeanors. So they haven't taken him in. But um, the woman said she's just laughing about it now. So yeah. I think that. This seems kind of like a setup for them to get like publicity about it, like yeah. that it didn't, re- like it's not really a thing. I don't know. You couldn't pay me enough money to be humiliated but this dude in front is of like, everyone like that. This dude is like when you're drunk eating somebody out, like yeah. doing that to the doorbell. Like I was he's just going straight. He's just go. All right, dude, stop. He's just going. To, you're making me uncomfortable, man. He's just going straight to town on this thing. And the worst part is, is he creepily looks at the camera. Yeah. The first like five minutes, he's just like he's just looking at it like, hey. But um, well, no, I I got an email going across, and I wanted to ask you as someone who's in being a chef and into fine dining, what's your take on stuff like Butcher Box and like Blue Apron? And shit like that. That's like where they send you the meal. Yeah, and, and they prepare it in the kitchen. I mean, I think personally, there's like a. It's a great business model. It is, but like, part of being a chef is like, they call it your mise en place. You're breaking everything down, putting everything where it needs to be. You know what I mean? Like, if you're using onions in your recipe, you've got all the onions you're gonna use all night chopped right there. Like, all your ingredients are chopped ready to rock. So, getting it all sent to you pre-done essentially for me take some of the funner part out of it you know yeah. what i mean like you're just getting it and then you throw it and it's it's no different than getting a microwave meal and popping it in the microwave you're just not using you're your just microwave. doing a little more yeah. yeah you're actually cooking yeah it's a microwave meal for people that are bougie that don't want to get the microwave meal so you're saying you would much rather have them come to your restaurant and you it's definitely better quality i'd rather than have microwave i'd meals. rather have oh no, yeah absolutely yeah, 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 i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. like 
it's like black and white it's basically the same concept you're yeah. just using yeah. a grill rather than a microwave mm-hmm. yeah or a paint or a saute yeah. pan yeah. so you're like saying that. truly cooking is fresh ingredients yeah not yeah I, I agree or, or i mean ideally i'm not like, on that level of being no, a cook and there's i don't think a lot of people are but i think that we're in that period in our culture where you've got people that want to put that meal on insta after they're done making it and they can say hey i cooked this but you didn't do any of the the, the things that make you a the shit. prep you, work. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah some, but still, if they can... most people at least, like, say, like, at least... Courtesy of Blue Apron. Yeah. 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 But what I would do if I was them like is send out a DVD with a recipe in it. You know what I mean? Like, or just show a them, book. like... Yeah, a cookbook. I mean, like, that's hey. really essentially all you have to do. Because, like, to me, that's also, like... Because, honestly, like, I don't ever use a recipe, like, solid right to the, like, the letter. Like, uh, to me, the fun of it is, like, experimenting and, like, being like, oh, what if I, yeah. what if I throw in a little bit of this? And what if I, or a oh, yeah. of that and see what that does to it. Well, like, yeah, definitely, like, when that, you did your pizzas. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, Bibbin, describe the the Bibbin special pizza, dude. Just my special. That, uh, oh. Yeah. Was, so, where were you working at where you would make these for us? Okay. Dude, give, give them the lowdown about we were house sitting in, like, for, like, what, four days straight? You just made a, whole, a different pizza every oh, night. Yeah, dude. And this was the but, uh, creme de la creme. Yeah. So, yes. so and then the Spencer fun. was like, I need that. Yes. I remember very specifically we'd be hanging out, and whenever we would be, Spencer would be like, bring a Bibbin special pizza, dude. Dude, oh, yeah. I would go to the restaurant with my family family yeah, if I was and working, i would text him be like yo are you on the line he'd be like yeah i'm like you doing pizzas tonight he's like yeah and i would tell the waitress hey bibbins in the back he knows what i'm talking about write down a bibbin special and charge me for this pizza okay like the other chicken one but go on yeah. what, what's on this bad boy so it was um chipotle ranch dressing was a sauce then it was roasted red peppers uh red onions and then uh i took grilled chick diced up grilled chicken and I seasoned it in this chipotle cinnamon seasoning. <sighs> and I put that on. Then it was mozzarella, like mozzarella provolone mixed cheese. That in the oven. When it came, and then when it came out, I just a little bit more of that seasoning, just sprinkle it on yeah. top of it. it oh, went, dude, oh, so good. it was pulled fire. Pork, too, right? It's fire. I never did pulled pork I on it. And I made pulled a pulled pork. pork one before. Yeah, yeah. I remember that I one think, too. Uh, you brought that over Geither's oh, house. Wow. Yeah, probably for WrestleMania, probably. Yeah. Pork one. I've done yeah. a cheeseburger. The cheeseburger pizza. one wasn't half bad. Yeah. yeah. Dope, yeah. We I used made... to. Oh, we should do that again. Dude, I made. Dude. Like... Make Bibbin bring us pizzas. <laughs> we'll just we don't eat them in here. Have my work, but no. Um... I'm just thinking back. That would have been an awesome podcast. Eating yeah. Bibbin's pizza. Oh, what else? Did this I one's make? terrible. Don't ever make it again. Yeah. I used to make gyro pizza. That was that was Oh, you know what's really good? Like twice baked potato pizza. Ooh. Take like mashed potatoes, cheddar cheese on top with like some bacon, and then put it through the pizza. Put it through there, or like you could be do like loaded you use potato. Pizza with, dough still. Yeah, you like pizza? Cr- yeah, pizza dough. That'd be heavy as fuck. Well, I mean, I would like bake the pizza dough a little bit before, so you have like a nice. Cha-cha. Yeah. So I'm gonna put it on, but then yeah, and then just fucking mashed potatoes, cheddar. Onion, sauteed onions, and bacon, like a loaded, but even yeah. like a loaded potato or mac and cheese. That one was the bomb too. I used yeah. to make mac and cheese pizza. Bibbin yeah. was making these pizzas do, before everyone else was. Dude, That's the crazy thing about it. Yeah, you were basically doing like, like pizza do fire before pizza dude, fire. Was that a thing. that chicken pizza was so good that after Bibbin left, they put it on the menu. No, it was still on the menu. Or it was on the was, like yeah, they put it on was, the menu for Brewsters. Well, yeah, and then when he left, they they took it off. Yeah. Yeah. So it was bomb. But I'm using that if I ever have my own spot. Okay. So that's one item. So you two, the two chefs in the room, you have a restaurant. We have a lot of get, friends that are you chefs. Get to make, you get to make five items on your menu. If you have control, unlo- uh, you have a, a decent budget, so you get to make five things. You don't have to describe the recipe, just say money's but no just object. like... The general idea of five different items on your menu. World in, tour. In your own pop-up right. kitchen. Like, you got to be able to make uh, this. And, I right. do that pizza. So you're, I do my pizza. One. I would do... Um, Street tacos. Yeah, definitely some sort of tacos. Mm-hmm. Some real simple, like some pork or something that I'd season and roast, or like bake all day in the oven. And then just fucking shred that up with just like cilantro and onions, some lime on the side. I dude. would do a... Uh, some kind of sushi roll. 
Uh, right. I wouldn't do that. Bro, I'm thinking. See, like, that's why it's got... each of you guys got five. Uh, so you're I on three, we Bibbin. No, no, you each have your own five. So you have Bibbin's got pizza, then his tacos, then your third one. What do we got? I said I would have tacos too. You can have tacos. You can both have tacos, man. All right, all right, all right. There's enough tacos uh, to go around. I'd probably do definitely some sort of burger. Yeah. Some sort of like just simple bacon, bacon, onions, cheddar, mushrooms, whatever. You know, something mm-hmm. big. You know what's really underrated? The cut of meat in a burger. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely do like a ground chuck burger. Definitely homemade patties too. Definitely make the patties myself. And then a nice fucking like. What's really, what's the new type of beef that everybody's making burgers out of? Wagyu. But is it really certified grade A Wagyu? I don't really want to do a burger. Yeah. I mean, we did Wagyu, but it was like the trim. Yeah. You should be able to. Cut a wagyu steak with a butter knife. Like you shouldn't be using that yeah, as a burger. Yeah. No, no, but I mean trimmings though of the well, steak. Yeah, but like a yeah, black Angus is good. Or that's really good burger. That makes a good burger too. Mm. But I mean, I would definitely yeah, some a nice burger. Um, How do you feel about stuffed burgers? Ryan and I were talking about this earlier. I mean, like stuff with cheese or everything. <laughs> like I mean, you could like because they've got this burger press right where it's like a tube and you put the meat in the bottom and then you put whatever you want to stuff it with so you could use like blue cheese onions blah blah whatever yeah i was yeah you put more meat on top and you like press the thing down i think that's a cool concept burger yeah i mean because you could just it could look like a naked burger and then you bite into it you're like whoa so essentially that started up in like in uh minnesota i think minnesota Um, can't you just ground ingredients with the i mean yeah you can because like like you can go up to like consistency of your burger like if you stuff it with cheese that cheese is gonna melt and your burger is just gonna kind of not really i mean do they sell them up at heinen's and and giant eagle like that yeah, cheddar and bacon burgers, yeah. like mu- like mushrooms, it's ground blue together. cheese and stuff burgers. Like, it, they're good. No, they weren't. Yeah, just two hand. Like, that's what I'm talking about in Minnesota. That's what it's called, the Juicy Lucy, which is literally just, like, two, like, like steak burgers, like, from Steak and Shake that they just, like, p- press together with the, like, they just folded up a piece of American cheese into four. Put that in the middle on top in the middle of one patty and put another patty over it and press it around and then they fucking just cook it on a flat top. Yeah, I feel like it. you would get more flavor out of filling it and with the uh, flavor than you would like grinding it with. You know what I mean? And combining it with like peppers and onions. But I don't know. Would you? I mean, yeah. it's like so. Are you? Uh, that's what I was asking though. Yeah. Would you guys rather have a burger where everything's stacked on top of it? Or I think it would be like, I think it'd be a pretty cool concept where if that top. was if that was nothing but your menu and you had everything but it came with you know like your like lettuce you know your lettuce tomato and onion on the side like I think that'd be cool because everything would look would naked it? I think that'd be funny if every burger came out looking the same but you knew that every burger wasn't the mm-hmm. same That's what I'm yeah it'd be like a cool little like niche concept like build yeah. your own burger and like you're like we we'll stuff it with any of this. I think what Bibbins trying As to say. As a chef, it would suck dick, but. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, really. Yeah. But well, for me, it's, I don't think, I think it's cool. Like, Spencer, to your point, the idea of. Eating, I'm still sipping on this uh, half of bison, by the way. And it doesn't, you get the flavor of the burger without seeing all the pieces. But I don't think that the, I don't think the experience of eating it would be the same. Because. That's true. In the burger, yeah. You won't have crisp, cold lettuce. Like you lose a lot of what those component layers of the burger are when you bite it by true. mixing it Very and true. It into your burger. For sure. That's true. But I think there's Flavor, certain things you could mix in. Like yeah. I feel like cheese, bacon. bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's really all I've seen, like jalapenos. Yeah. I've seen yeah. onions and peppers. No yeah. one's going to be able to hear what Ryan just said, but... uh, That was, yeah, some of some real shit right there. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Ryan basically described very eloquently... That if you remove all the ingredients from being on top of the burger where it usually is, or underneath, depending on how the burger's set up, then you lose the experience of tasting that stuff and biting into it and the textures and the feel of the food. And that's what you look at, like, all these good restaurants that do burgers well, they don't mix much in their meat. 
No. no. All the experiences on top or in the bun or and in some of the yeah, best food, some of the best bun. burgers I had. Like, have you guys ever heard of Jack Brown's Burger Shop? No, where's it at? Um, they're primarily down south. Like, there was one in Charlottesville uh, when yeah. I was down there opening up a Krispy Kreme, and um, also in um, Roanoke when I go and visit Megan. So. It's essentially a hole-in-the-wall joint, no bullshit. It's probably a 15-table joint in a bar. Yeah. And they're, they only serve burgers. They have a special burger that you can get on each day of the week, and you can't get any other special burger on any other day because they only buy enough ingredients for so a certain amount. on Wednesday, amount. it's only Wednesday's burger. Yes. and But they have, like, other, like, you know, yeah, complimentary you burgers dishes. you can get, but they um, you can only get the special burger on that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's... Dude, they serve theirs in a wax paper sleeve like you'd get at like a Chick-fil-A almost and Five Guys. Yeah, but it's one of the best burgers you'll ever have. It's greasy as hell. It looks sloppy like you would need it on a hangover, but you're like, holy shit, that was delicious. So it's – it's. now I'm getting – Speaking of Five Guys, are you guys Five Guys fans? Yes. I mean, yeah, I'll eat it. It's good, but it's just – it's overpriced. Yeah. Yeah. And it's – I mean, it's – I think it's overhyped. Yeah, it's definitely thing. overhyped. Like, you just get a shit ton of fries, and they're not that good. And... It's like a fast food Red Robin. <clears throat> if they made their own, like, homemade <laughs> yeah. ranch that really, really went with their fries, I think it would be awesome. Maybe. They They need a new shtick. They See, need, like, something to go there for. Western ranch kick. I... I love ranch, dude. Yeah, but the way we look at ranch, everyone else looks at us like we're disgusting. Oh yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Man. Ranch is a good. Yeah, neither do I. What do you in the Midwest? It's a it's a dip. It's a. What do you dip your fries in then? Just ketchup. Ketchup, like a normal human being. I mean, I dip like it with ketchup sometimes, but ranch, ranch is always give good me a steak fry. fry in ranch, and dude, it, it, like, to me that it, can cure cancer. I honestly, think. This is I gonna, like my fries and honey fan. mustard. This is gonna sound weird, but when I'm eating a burger and I'm already got ketchup and mustard on it, fries and ketchup. I'm eating chicken. There may be a chance that there's ranch. I'm eating it with ranch. I won't have I fries with ketchup when I eat a chicken sandwich. Is that weird? Sandwich. Okay, I feel you. You won't use ketchup when you eat yeah, a chicken like sandwich? Yeah, like if the, if the condiment that's the primary condiment on the main entree I'm eating is the one that I will pair my fries with. I won't ever have a chicken sandwich that's got ranch dressing on it with fries with ketchup. Okay. I'll have those fries with ranch dressing. Interesting take. Is that weird? It's oh. weird that you put ranch dressing really. on your chicken sandwich. What? No, I could see it. Like a buffalo what? chicken sandwich. Yeah. Oh, hell oh, yeah. Buffalo chicken yeah. sandwich. Dude, I, just I thought anything. you were just... Any, any Dude, chicken sandwich. We've, uh, we've talked about it in the Lost Chronicles, but Rusty Bucket's buffalo chicken sandwich is yes. my favorite. Don't sleep on it. Damon's, and their chicken parm. Their yes. chicken parm. Yes, yes, yes. Fried chicken sandwich ever. Damon's. Damon's had the best buffalo chicken sandwich and of all time. Damon's Go sidebar ahead. had Dude, the I miss greatest Damon's, bro. garlic buttery rolls shit. ever. Yes. So Damon's failed you restaurant tours big. because it was yeah. too damn big. You know what that building uh, is perfect for? A brewery. Yeah, because it needs the space in the back. <laughs> yeah. A skin of little screens. Sex dolls. Sex dolls. Sex robots. Have Vir- Sophia. Oh, that's Virtual why, that's robots. Why I the sex robots earlier, though. Going back to it. Um, <laughs> Farmed away back uh, to the sex robots, huh? It's like, you know how you open Google and it's got like the suggested uh, yeah. articles for you to read? There was why are your there. suggested articles? Those Listen, are tailored I'm, I'm to you, to you creep. Because we've been reading a lot of like AI uh, stuff. AI and uh, AI like porn stuff. Law. You've been watching anime porn. Okay, let me try to say what I'm trying to say. They are thinking about using sex dolls to try and curb like. Oh, I did read about this. Yes, yeah, I did read about. I've that. heard about that. So, what's your guys' take on that? Like, are we gonna give these fucking freaks no. like? I don't want to get into pedophiles like, on the show. That's for no, sure. No, I'm just saying. Like, is that no? I is that a good call is no i don't think it is thing? i don't think it is because when push I comes to it's, shove, like, it's not a physical it's not something that's like a physical physical trigger it's something that's fucked up mentally that causes you to want to go to someone who is underage because it's a it's not i hate when people say like a preference because that sounds disgusting yeah. when you say it but I mean, dude, there are people out there that just prefer younger. I mean, there was just someone, a principal in Michigan, got arrested yesterday for having um, sexual misconduct for with an eight to eight year old, ten year old, and a fourteen year old in in his fucking office. He bought the fourteen year old. He bought the fourteen year old alcohol to coerce him into showing him his his balls. It's like, yo, come the fuck on, man! Like you're trying to help these people with a fucking sex doll. So, so it's no, like, but that's dude, the argument that if he had a 
and granted, we're, we're all saying it's fucked up here. We're yeah. We're all on the same page. Yeah, we are all, But yeah. if he had a doll at home that looked like a 14-year-old boy, no. and he did something no. to that doll before no. he went no. to work, maybe he wouldn't have done that to a no. 14-year-old in class no. at work. No, no. You can't, you can't help temptation. And if you're constantly surrounded by kids and you're like that, you're going to eventually if anything, yeah. bite yeah. into encourage it. it. Yeah, because yeah. you're gonna yeah, yeah, because you're gonna be like it's well, like yeah, it's like you're saying robot. it's okay. It like it's removes like, the yeah. taboo of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like saying okay, I can't do that, so I'm gonna go home and just yeah. do that. No, that no, 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 that's or fucked like up. You just escalate like you you know done that with that doll 150 times and it's just not doing it for you anymore. Yeah, and then it, you're gonna want the real thing eventually. Like yeah, but I mean, you're a history buff. There was time periods where like taking taking a 14 year old wife was a thing that would happen. R. Kelly got married to Aaliyah when she was 14. Yeah, the Emperor Tiberius had like a squad of little boys that would follow him around and like tickle his feet and his genitals. Yeah, weird. (laughs) That's weird. That is weird. The history. I mean, human beings like we like to think we've come a long way, but have we? <laughs> yeah. Well, history always is, has a creepy way of repeating itself. Maybe not in the same. Yeah. So this is a. But, but yeah, no, dude. Did you you legitimately like blow my mind sometimes with how much ra- not random stuff, but. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Yeah. Viewers with your ears. The oracle has spoken. <laughs> Ear viewers. Yeah, but did you really, the dude? This viewers. kid, this kid really does blow my mind though. Sometimes with just some of the shit that he talks about, like when you turned me on to that Neil deGrasse Tyson show on, on Netflix, The Cosmos. Cosmos? Bro, everyone, he had to turn you on to that. Yeah, yeah right? dude. Like I watched the first episode. Just the analogy like, that they put is that. Um, like if the whole universe is a 12 month calendar, Mm -hmm. like humanity has existed for like the last like second. Yeah. (laughs) We're at like 1157 last three minutes of this year. Yeah. That's insane to me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why like I don't get why people sleep on history so much. Like I'll bring up something historical and people are like, how the fuck did you know that? Yeah. Like, dude, like read your book. Yeah. Like it's the greatest story ever told is humanity. Yeah, that's why Spencer and I are both trying to read a few books this yeah. year, so that my goal is to read a book a month. Stuff, because yeah. when you read books, you know stuff. Let me ask what you this: What kind of books are you reading, though? Oh, just that's any kind of like say. whether it's like uh, like for business. Well, no, 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 no. Whether it's like for business, even a self-help book, anything mm-hmm. like along those lines. Um, let me ask you this: What are your thoughts on extraterrestrial life and aliens? Uh, absolutely exists. It's a mathematical certainty that they have to exist. Um, again, going super nerdy, if you guys really want to look it up, it's this thing called the Fermi Paradox, where it's this long math equation where the dude says, for every sun that's just like our sun, it has to have this many planets that are in the right zone to have liquid water, you know, because if you're too close to the sun, it'll evaporate. Yeah. Too far away, it'll freeze. So you've got to be in that zone. Then for every planet that exists in that zone, you've got to find... You've got to have the right amount of chemicals and the right balance of chemicals to support life. But just based on the number of stars that we know about, it's pretty much a mathematical certainty that they exist. Well, the real it's question just based is, on the infinite. Yeah, exactly. But the real question is, A, are they at the level that we're at where we're all riding around? Mm-hmm. Or are they in their still single-celled stage where we're not even going to know where they're, they're there until we get there and look at them under a microscope? No telescope's ever going to be able to see a single-celled organism on planet XYZ. Eventually, they will be. Well, so do you consider? Yeah. Do you consider like even the fact that there's water on Mars? Do you consider that there's like that like alien life like is support like I don't know how I'm saying this, but do you consider because most people you say like plant on Mars? Well, do you, most people say like since a plant you can have a plant up there? They're like, oh, that's alien life because that's technically an organism that's outside of yeah. yes. So, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking like physical beings of extraterrestrial being. Have I don't know how to put ever it. Had the thought that what if the stars are populated by humans? You feel me? What if? Of like, each if, one of those stars had a. Uh, I'm saying, was, like, what if the only way that life, intelligent life, works in the cosmos is in this configuration that we are? You know what I mean? Like, some places have atmospheres that are 
carbon monoxide. We can't breathe that. We would die. Like you're talking like straight homo sapien, like yeah. how we are right now. Yeah, maybe like little differences. Maybe they're all, you know, purple skin because of their certain star, but like we're all, you know what I mean? So kind of like, like, a, okay, so like you're saying like on some planet there'd be like almost like... Humanoid beings. Like avatar kind of type I mean, shit. I, that's the thing though. There's so many possibilities. And like we had, Ryan and I had this conversation the other night. Every... It goes back to, you know, Star Trek in the 60s where every alien had to be able to bang uh, Captain Kirk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every alien female he would come across was two legs, two arms, two breasts, two eyes, a mouth, a nose. Like, mm-hmm. we make them into us because that's really all that our minds can wrap. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, because we can't accept anything think else. Think about animals they on They could Earth. even be... shit without two legs and two arms, it freaks us out. Yeah. Right there. Oh, guy, okay, you're killing. Wow, it's on That's the podcast. Sorry. But anyway, so you go on. Um, but like, if it ha- if it doesn't have arms and legs, it freaks us out. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. and Octopus we may not even scary. be able to perceive Spiders the dimension scary. that they're yeah. on. Like, we only know life mm-hmm. as we see it and as we know it. Everything we know, someone knew before us to teach us. Essentially, like we like. There's very it could very well be right in front of our eyes and we wouldn't see. It. Well, oh, yeah. the real reason why I brought up this that that question for you is because Elon Musk, who I know you like talking mm-hmm. about a lot, he was actually asked over in Asia about his topics on or his thoughts on aliens, and he literally paused and said, "Most people think I'm an alien, and that like I'm walking like you know the aliens walk among us." Well, I so think I just Elon Musk is an android from the future. He's personally. very robotic sounding. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's funny. That's that's such a that's like such a stoner theory. Yeah, but I love it, um, dude. He he's very like we've talked about it like the last three podcasts. Did you see that? I tried to send it to you, but this thing where someone like put on like a face swap with Elon Musk and they sit there and they're like, there it was like a New Year's thing that a comedian did like in his accent like oh yeah killer robots I made a, I made a killer robot it's gonna kill everybody. Yeah. I thought was it that or did they like splice a bunch of sound bites from him together? No, it was the guy. It was it, no, it was the guy face swapping okay, with him. Okay. Yeah, because they uh, Snapchat's got like the weird thing where like every right. so often you can do a face swap with a celebrity and yeah. So, but oh, it was a, one of the Snapchat filter things. Yeah, yeah. Funny. So it was it dude. It was actually yeah. It was I mean, really funny. a lot of his ideas are that so far in the future that it's not even funny. Yeah, you know I'm I mean? hoping. Like, I'm so, hoping he's like. That's what. NASA was originally supposed to be is like mm-hmm. you're the one who taught me that is that NASA was supposed to be like a groupthink type thing where they want they just give you the tools to then carry out their research they wanted and, they wanted rich people to come along like Elon Musk and bankroll it and yeah make it happen well oh yeah one hundred percent so then speaking about the moon and everything um, do you believe that we landed on the moon? Or do you believe that it's a conspiracy? This is one of my hot button. Issues yeah, I know. I, that's why I wanted to bring it up. I was so glad you brought up uh, this movie part. I think that if you don't believe that we landed on the moon in '69, that it's it's ludicrous. If you had a powerful enough telescope, you could look at the moon right now, and I'm pretty sure it's a full moon out there, and you could zoom it in, and you could see the shit that we left there. You can see the rover with the high powered telescope. You can see the flag with the high powered telescope, like. Mm-hmm. Either we all had, and there's no way you got to realize like that would be the best kept secret in history, right? Some believe like, it is though. How many people worked on the mission to the moon, and not one of them snitched. Not one of them was like, "Hey, dude, it was all bullshit." Yeah. Like, and if you Money come talks, out, if bro. you come out sixty years after the fact, did you sign what, a declassification? Mm-hmm. Did you, you sign know? you sign an NDA that says you're going on a classified mission, and you can't disclose any of this information? And if you do, you're jailed for however long. That'll keep your mouth shut. And why would, would you want to spoil, if dude? It's if you're the part of biggest but if, event in human history, exactly. If you're part of it, why would you want to ruin it? If you could be part of something so foolproof that could ensure that you're going to come back 100 percent, that you don't have to worry about ever leaving this, but other people are going to think that you were the first man on the moon, why wouldn't you? Why would you want to ruin that for yourself? But why? I'm saying, and I don't believe that we didn't land on the moon. I'm just saying yeah. from a truther's point of view. I just I don't know. I don't think that you spend all this money, like it. it at what point during the planning process, the you know the brainstorming, are you like, and then you know what? Stage... Fuck it. Instead of going to the moon, let's just fake it. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Everybody in that room was focused on getting there. Yeah. There wasn't a guy like, you know so what, it's just going to cost too much money, let's just shoot it. If a, you think about it in terms of where movies were at in that time period, and you try to say that the whole thing was a hoax, like, in that time period, they did. it would have cost more to fake it than it would to actually get to the moon. Yeah, that's like the but thing see, that, Yeah, like, and, and it wouldn't have looked good. Like, and I there mean, was no way that... When did we land on the, on the 69. moon? 1969. We, we went, went to the moon in 1969. <laughs> that's when we had a landing that was lunar. There you go. Even Stevens. What Shout out Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf's original. Actually, it was his sister, yeah. I love that show, but I do not remember it was, that. His sister had like... She was She had a project she was that doing she a project. Was, yeah. She was sick and she had influenza. She was watching a musical. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom! Ryan, laying it out on the table for all y'all to see. God, I love Still it. can't hear him. There's no yeah, way yeah. they can hear <laughs> he that. Might, he might pick up on bibs, but... It's our, uh, um, it's our man off camera. So then, if you if you feel so strongly about the moon, what do you feel about 9-11? Do you think it was an inside job? Do you think Bush brought down the towers? I'm, I'm up in the air on that one, because my thing is, like, if you go back, like... Call it a shadow government, call it the Illuminati, call it whatever you want to call it. It's there. <laughs> Dude, we're about to dive into this I'm shit. I'm not talking like, you know, they're meeting in robes and they've got all these secret blah, 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 blah. No, but I we'll get into Freemasonry of, and all that stuff. Group of people, Either way, I'm scared of them. I think there's a group yeah. of people that are not beholden to one country or another. The you one percenters. I mean? They're like, yeah. Like, they I've control so all money. the wealth. They control I can the go markets. Wherever I, want. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. And I think that those guys have been around for a while. That money doesn't just, you don't come into that club new money it's sons of people and you know grandsons of people so who's to say that those guys weren't behind us training those guys in the 80s the taliban in the 80s mm-hmm. and who's to say that back then in the 80s that plan wasn't enacted from those one percenters we're talking about yeah they could say look we're gonna train you now to fight the russians and then in 2001 you know whenever some stuff goes down Maybe there's a president, and then his son becomes president. You know, maybe no, that's the signal. I, I don't, don't think that. No, I think that it was premeditated. I think on an think economic it was, level, it was they when push comes to shove, money. it was all for money for oil, and they couldn't have an excuse to go up in Iraq and knock on the door and get that oil. And who so who do you think is pulling those strings? Well, yeah, no, that's I understand that, but I think I think for you to to kind of put it out, not I'm not saying that's how you feel, but for you to explain to people that yeah, there may be a possibility that way back when when we were training them, they're saying, hey, in 2001, we're going to need you to do I'm this. Not talking, they're like, no. hey, September 11, 2001, that's a deadline. I think like, here's a blueprint for an attack to I don't, do in the future. I don't know what the basis was. All I know is that I truly do feel that. It was I, – I do think that obviously planes hit the towers. I do believe yeah. that everything that happened happened. I don't believe that anything was faked beyond anything like that except for maybe Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and I have a theory on See, that. The one for me is the Pentagon. No. It's the one that stands. No. Shanksville, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania for me is one is because there is a, a report out online that clearly states that the United flight – you could look it up if you want to – landed at Cleveland Hopkins International Airport and that everyone was escorted off that plane because there was for fear that there was a bomb on that plane. And then now all of a sudden that was the plane that was over Shanksville, Pennsylvania that was supposed to go to the White House that they needed a good, feel-good American story, one that we bonded together no matter what, if you're black, white, blue, yellow, purple, anything, and that you didn't care what race you were, where you came from, or what ethnicity you bore. You, you came together because you were American, and you overcame this tragedy that was supposed I'm to inspired. come. Dude, I'm, I'm being dead-ass serious. I really do think this is what happened. And they brought it down in a field that only the people on the plane could, quote-unquote, die that no one could, could speak of. And maybe they did bring down the plane. Maybe they just honestly killed innocent people like that to yeah. create that feel-good story. But I don't believe for one second that these pilots were trained in a Florida air or a Florida pilot school to fly prop jobs, not to fly commercial airliners. Yeah. And that's my whole thing on it. So I just wanted to dive into conspiracies because I like no, when Geither like goes that. off. I like that. So that was good. So I want to, I want to, since we have Ryan that hasn't spoken the whole time, to close it out, I just wrote a note to him to come up with a closing question. And he's going to take Mike's microphone and pose a closing question to all of us. Just something fun. So since it is getting cold outside, um, do we all 
agree that just leave an old song to be in an old song that's not really uh sexually predatory oh we're going there okay <laughs> okay baby it's cold outside rape culture versus just a song <laughs> that's essentially where we're at um, all right all i'm gonna say on this topic is i don't pet a cat at sunrise i'm not that kind of guy fucking cryptic that's that's mic drop right there um what does that mean i don't know but it's provocative and it gets the people going um, so go on what were you saying mike um i don't know i think that we're in and get ready to get offended out there millennials but i think that we're in a very uh butthurty generation yes you know what i mean we're literally at the point where we are going back to a song from i'm not sure so i'm gonna say the 40s 50s maybe mm-hmm. um i think, I think yeah we can get a quick oh uh public domain yeah and now everyone's like let's listen to it and it's like everything's getting fucking scrutinized you know what i mean like oh look at this picture bird box is about suicide no bird box is a sci-fi movie baby it's cold outside is an old song about people a dude not look, wanting his chick to leave people just look into shit too much now yeah. it's in 53 people- 53. Okay. People have too much time on their hands yeah. now. Yeah. And they want to be. Because they want to just be watch TV, Because guys people. like us sit around and talk about it. We so someone made it them. a story. Yeah, we roast them. Wow. It, the, const- everyone- <clears throat> the 24-hour need for constant news stories and clickbait is the reason why these. And just also, like we read earlier, these fake-ass stories it, come out. I think it's also people grasping at the fame straw. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's or like, just yeah. they Not want to, they want everything. a viral thing. Yeah, everybody's reaching for the next viral thing because it's a quick way to get money. And on that note, this is our awesome podcast that you guys should keep listening to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. It's, it's, so, thank you, Michael. Oh, we, we, thanks, pal, for coming for on. Uh, stopping by. Finally, making some time in your Let's busy, busy schedule. Yeah. This was yeah, fun. we got another soccer game we get to. This was fun. So uh, at T L R C Pod on Instagram and the Twitter. The Twitter. I try to tweet out. iTunes, some. Spotify coming soon. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Bye. This is the This, this is, is the Living Room Chronicles, Chronicles podcast. podcast.